It's us, Talks a Lot Boys. We're back at it again with another album review. I'm your host, my name is Tyler. And as always, I'm joined by the boys. We've got Brennan. What's going on, folks? And we've got Kyle. Whoa, how's it going? Guys, uh, y'all like uh, a sweet little man named uh, Johnny Frank? Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good man. Remember, I remember him from the old Attack Attack days. Hell yeah. And we know him currently from his uh, weird experimental music project that has been going on for several years called Bill Murray. Uh, and we here at the Talks Up Boys, we love ourselves some uh, groovy vibes from the great man Bill Murray. And, uh, you know, today he graced us with a brand new album. It's only six songs long, but boy, did it touch me in all the right places. Um... Just got all up in all of my creases and crevices. Uh, I'm filled with egg. I I am a pocket filled with egg now because of this album. That's probably and the album is called Eggy Pocket. <laughs> yeah. If they didn't figure that out yet, that that was a really weird way to intro into <laughs> <laughs> what the pocket. my pockets are full of eggs. Oh Tyler, I think you're losing them. <laughs> I love the episode where Tyler refers to himself as yeah. a pocket full of I'm like eggs. I'm like one of those breakfast <laughs> hot pockets, episode. yo. Guys, are you ready to you ready to dive into this ish? You ready to talk about this album? Yeah, I'm trying to get balls deep. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Well, normally on the show, uh, you know, when we do our album reviews, we rank all the songs from worst to first. But before we dive into that, uh, I just want to kind of go over our general thoughts about the album. I know we kind of started on this before we started recording, uh, but who would like to go first, which is talking about what they think about Eggy Pocket? Not everyone all at once, please. It's <laughs> yeah, always happens. Like, I want to be the nice guy and like, I'll go first. But Nah, you, you got it this time, Brennan. You okay, usually let me go first, so I'll take, I'll take it away. Take it away. Good, good man. But, uh, it was seven songs of, I mean, six if you don't count the single before, but it was just, like, surprisingly refreshing. And mm-hmm. I like the, like, inner dispersal of, like, you know, different instruments. Like, I seriously dislike most other humans has, like, it sounds like a fucking recorder. Yeah, there's during like a the pan breakdown. flute during a it, breakdown, which I thought was, was like the sickest shit. It sounded so good. Like, I know. <laughs> like I was driving home in my truck and I'm like, ooh, like because it was like the breakdown was a like, hitting for a second. Mm-hmm. And then he like introduces it and then like the breakdown goes over it. And I'm like, whoa, like this is next level. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like Bill Murray, like they don't like he hasn't done this before. At least, at least like this, but I mean, yeah. Shit. I mean, he he always does like weird shit. That's kind of like his vibe. Um, yeah. He kind of try. I I'm assuming he kind of tries to make it where like you can't really tell what genre it's supposed to be. It's just kind of its own weird realm uh, of of music, you know. But um, you know, with that comes fun shit like having a pan flute breakdown or. <laughs> Uh, having yeah. just creamy so memes good. dispersed in each and every song, which you know, we have we have come to know and love from him at this point. Um, there was a a meme inserted into one of the songs that I think is my favorite of all time, even surpassing the George Lucas one from the last album, uh, 
<laughs> but I'm gonna wait until we until we get into the the meat of the songs before before I go over that. I I mean I don't want to you know you know get get too into it, but this might be my favorite Bill Murray album. Wow! I yeah. I really I love like every single song on this album. There's like they're all bangers. Yeah. And like for most Bill Murray so- albums, there are like songs that I think are bangers and then there's songs that I can just kind of vibe to. But like with this album, like it started and I was like, "You know what? Like it's probably going to be how I feel about other Bill Murray albums. Where there's a couple that I like, a couple that I, you know, I can dig." So like I'm listening to the 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 cranking my mother loving hog first song as I'm about to listen to this album today and I was like this is a really great song like I really dig it and if this is like one of the best in the album then this is gonna be a solid album and like everything just like ramped up from there and I was like holy shit this is awesome like mm-hmm. some of the instrumental stuff is like out of this world especially for like just where like how far Bill Murray's come from like wet milk and taco i think like there's it's so involved all the time i was like wow this is this is awesome i love this yeah (laughs) Yeah. so many of these songs are absolute bangers and i mean like oddly enough i don't have like a ton of notes on the whole album other than just holy shit this rocks i love this (laughs) like it's 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 kind of my general vibe on it too yeah like oh wow i I mean, mean like props on this album bill murray it's it's solid yeah, like you touched on the instrumentals. Like I remember, I think I saw a tweet where someone was like, "Is literally just like ones and zeros as far as like notes go," because yeah. like a, a lot of his song structures previously were like very similar. Yeah, but like with this, it like breaks the mold. Like he's like incorporating a lot of different like chord progressions, and like we said, he's like throwing in a bunch of different instruments. Like I heard some saxophone, heard the yeah. pan flute. Like there's just. Ooh, and like you said, there's memes. There's it's like it's like Bill Murray, but like more so. Yeah, it's like he definitely he he's stuck to the same sound that you expect from him at this point, but he's managed to like kind of evolve it and like take it to the next level and just yeah. make it better. Which you know, and he he's been hyping this album up for like a solid year at this point. You know, he, he I think he started it in like when quarantine started. And I saw, like, on his social media, he was, like, talking it up. Like, this is the greatest shit I've ever written. And I was like, you know, I hope you're right. But, you know, that's that's a lot of hype. And uh, it lived up to the hype. He was not wrong, actually. <laughs> it's a shame that a lot of bands say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I've, I've been wronged before by other bands. But, you know, Bill Murray uh, lived up to the hype. And very, very happy about it. <laughs> For sure, man. Cool. Well, you wanna you wanna dive into ranking these songs, my guys. Hell yeah! You wanna list off those songs Oops. in order of which they appear on the album, as we do customary to every episode of this podcast. I oh, sure heckin' would, my good buddy Kyle. Great, uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, also, um, as you're gonna see, if you haven't uh, looked up the song titles for this album, I like to think that this is hands down just the album full of the best song titles of the year facts um <laughs> yeah so good even for bill murray standards this is like next level shit um and he always has great names for his songs so first up <laughs> we have absolutely cranking my motherfucking hog uh as previously discussed um second is i seriously dislike most other humans 
followed by Midwest Lawn Care Dads who smash brews. <laughs> that might be one of the best names of all time. I know. I think it's my favorite song title ever. Um, next is Post Almond Clarity. That that's uh, my personal favorite. Post right Nut there. Clarity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that one. That title is a, is mm, mwah, so good. <laughs> Next up is fluoride in the hard seltzer water, which I believe is a reference to Limp Biscuit. <laughs> is it? Because didn't he have like a, he had an album called like. Oh, it's called uh, Chocolate Starfish in the Hot Dog Flavored Water. Yeah. Which I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking that <laughs> might be a reference to that, but I'm not sure. I mean, that's epic. I mean, I was thinking maybe like, uh, like uh, Alka-Seltzer or whatever. You know that, that deep might lore. be it too. There's a there's a lot of a lot of ways to go, and now I'm just Limp curious. Biscuit. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of like how meme he that. is. You know, it'd be fitting. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, next song is "Lift Stone, Make Sad Head Voice Quiet." Um, and then "Egg." It's the final song. Egg. So <laughs> egg, but it's all spaced out. Yep. <laughs> Lots of lots of great song names, um, but unfortunately, being the objective people we are, we can't factor in the name as part of the judging process. Uh, otherwise, I think Midwest Long Care Dads and Smash Brews would be number one, just based on the oh, name. Hands down. But there's much more of these songs than just dope ass names, boys. It's time for the hardest part of the episode. What goes last? What are we ranking as the worst song on the album? Because I don't have a clue. I like all of the songs. I, I think I have an idea of what I want to be at the top. I don't know what should be at the bottom. This one's fucking tough. I know. Like, I legitimately have no idea what should go at the bottom. They're all really good. <laughs> it sucks because, like, this album is, like, half the length of a normal album that we would normally do a ranking for. So, like, this, like, automatically puts us into hard decision-making territory, whereas normally we would have six songs before we got to this point. Uh, yeah, usually we have, like, half the album as throwaways. Yeah. And then, like, the top six or seven songs is, like, where we start hitting, like, murky waters. Right. Yeah, he really cut out the bullshit in this one. He just was like, here are <laughs> yeah. all of the bangers that I've written. <laughs> I'm just giving you seven good songs. Um, part of me wants to say absolutely cranking my motherfucking hog, but I don't know. I I, I don't know. Fuck. I mean, yeah, I, could, I mean, but then, but then is that just me being like having fatigue since it's you know it was a single and I listened to it a bunch? Like, no, honestly, I my 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 brain is kind of going to the same area. Um, like I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's because we're like fatigued from the song. Um, I really don't have too many notes about that one compared to some of the other ones. Same, um, honestly. It's like it's it's a really really good song. It's got the Taco Bell sound effect, and I mean that alone. Yeah, it has like it a makes it incredible. Announcement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the that guitar solo was insane. Second best guitar solo on the album. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> There's one uh, yeah, like, that's, the, that's the thing like to me it just feels like like we harp on this all the time where songs feel kind of safe mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that the song is like safe compared to other artists but 
compared to the rest of this album, it feels probably like the safest song. Yeah, honestly, I can kind of get behind that. Like, it does... I I don't think it breaks the mold as much as some of these other songs on the album. It is very standard Bill Murray. Um, It's not to say... That's not to say that it doesn't bring a lot to the table. Um, Just, I think the other songs offer a little bit more uh extra stuff you know yeah yeah i kind of like hinted at it when i was like giving my like overall feelings for like this song and then i was like this song is really awesome and like as a single to come out and then like ramp up from here is really impressive because the song is like that good mm-hmm. like it is just yeah. an all-around great song with memes with great instrumentals with great vocals but like i feel like it, it it might partially be fatigue, but not so much as like some other s- albums where like the single comes out and then you're fatigued. Cause like I did listen to the song a good bit and it still hits just as hard, but I don't know. Like it, like I said, it just ramps up from there and it's a good place to start. This might be like the best bottom spot song we've ever put in an album. Ranking. I know. Right. <laughs> like, like... It is really great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the fact God. that like this is the bottom spot just goes to show how great the rest of the album really is. Like this is not a disservice to this song at all, but more of like just proof that the rest of the album slaps super hard. <laughs> yeah. So are we lock it in then. Yeah. I guess we're going to lock that in. Let's do it. Uh, Unfortunately, absolutely yeah. cranking my motherfucking hog is number seven out of seven i love uh, that title i know right <laughs> they're all fucking bangers man they're this all pretty is, great everything about this album just hits so good like <laughs> this was just I, uh, such, such a pleasing a pleasing album oh yeah i mean i think i i think i have an idea of what i want to be next okay i have a kind of an inkling too so i'm curious to see what you what you okay. Say. Well, well, now I want to hear what you have to say before. Well, I but say. you started it, so I guess you got to go first, huh? Hmm. Well, that's pretty lame, but I guess I guess that's fair. Um, I was thinking maybe next could be lift stone makes that head voice quiet. Possibly. I like that song. Oh. The breakdowns are nasty. I, yeah. I would say that like the main thing that caught me in that song is just the end because it's like nasty breakdown breaks down into an even nastier breakdown hits you with the bleh and then yeah, just yeah. flute carries you out <laughs> it's <Yeah>, I, like <laughs> honestly that song is really cool because like i remember like when i was listening to it this morning i'm just sitting there and i'm just like this is a pretty chill song honestly like i'm really digging this and then like the the fucking like drums come in like in the first chorus and you're just like yeah. it's got like a drive to it while it's chill and i'm really digging it and then all of a sudden it's just like oh he dropped the hammer. This is and then like it all of a sudden just goes so hard. And like I my notes were like chill vibe. Mm, powerful, but still holding that chill vibe. Oh, it's gone. And <laughs> just I was just so shocked. I mean like yeah, that, that shock literally like really he just me He just drops the hammer and then picks up a bigger hammer and drops that yeah. on the first hammer. <laughs> yeah. And then flute oh. solo just carries you away into the night sky. <laughs> I I really dig that song, but I could see what you're saying because I don't think it's as because I I'd said it before with that like this song is really this whole album is really involved, and I do think that that song is pretty like the beginning's chill, the ending's really heavy, and it's really good and really well done. But I think some of these other songs on here are really just like 
this huge flowing like symphony of bill murray i i don't know it's also hard though like because well do you want to know what song i had kind of thought about coming up soon sure uh so i mean i it's a great song uh i don't have a lot of notes on it uh but it is egg the last song i think it's a really great song but i think that you know it's got a great vibe. The guitar solo goes even harder than that one from the first the, the first song of the album. Uh, and overall, it's a really solid album, album ender. It kind of is a really nice bookend, like the first song and last song of this album, because I think they both aren't like super out of left field. They're both mm-hmm. very much in his wheelhouse, and he really kills that that vibe really hard in both. Uh, but I also don't think that like either of them are like the greatest things. But Yeah, no, I, I can agree with that. Um, I think Egg is another safer song, mm-hmm. um, just in comparison to the rest of the album. Yeah. Um, obviously it's still really fucking weird, but, um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's tough. I definitely think that these two should be the next two spots. What do you think, Brennan? Um, I would definitely put Lift Heavy Stone Make Sad Head Voice Quiet over Egg. Over Egg. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'd put Egg next. And then I really like Lift Heavy Stone Makes Sad Head Voice Quiet. Um, I think it's just a solid track. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. you know, a lo- like pretty much every other song that's left has like more going on. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Yeah, like, like subjectively, I think Lift Heavy Stone Makes Sad Head Voice Quiet is a better song than some of these others, but objectively and how we <laughs> how we've judged things in the past i think it's after egg okay yeah i feel like yeah, this I album that. they're all like such solid songs overall that like our own feelings about them are to come into play a lot more because i kind of had a feeling right. you were gonna like lift stone sad voice quiet whatever uh, I, <laughs> I did like i did a, i did abbreviations of all of them in my notes <laughs> i have my hog I have dislike <laughs> humans. I have smash brews, and then I put nut, and, <laughs> and then I put fluoride seltzer, and then lift stone voice quiet, and then egg. So I I don't have nice. the full list of the titles here with me. So, oh, but I do love just like really serious conversation, and then Brennan listing off the full stupid title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the middle of it, oh, it's wow. really great. But um, but yeah, no, I think that. I had a feeling that you were going to probably pick that because I, I think it, like, from what I understand of your taste, I feel like I that one was going to, you were going to prefer it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking so- the same thing. <laughs> yeah. That, that one's definitely more in my wheelhouse than Egg. I mean, I like Egg. I think that you guys hit the nail right on the head that, like, this album's, like, bookended very well. But it's bookended safely, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's well, I, no, I mean, that's not dissing egg or my hog at all, but <laughs> not to know. diss on my hog, but uh, to diss not to diss my, on my egg or my hog. hog. <laughs> <laughs> what a great um, album to talk about. Well, before <laughs> we, before we lock this in, I think we should kind of talk about egg a little bit more just to kind of give oh, yeah. it some credit for what it actually does. Yeah. Um, the, the, the few things that stood out to me in particular, um, I kind of liked how at the beginning, like the the main beat of the song is just like a clock ticking like underneath 
the actual instrumentals. I thought that was like a really interesting Bill Murray-esque choice that just fit really well. Um, The vocal mixing with like the pitch shifting and like the layering of his vocals on top of each other was really cool. Um, I noticed he did that a good bit in this album, like specifically at the beginning of songs. He would like intro a song with like the like pitch shifted voice stuff. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, he did that like super hard at the beginning of Hog. Like Mm -hmm. it was like really crazy pitch shifting stuff. And this one, he just kind of like took that same thing, but made it the chorus. Um, I thought it just sounded really fucking cool. Um, And also, you know, we, we talked about the you know the one song had the 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 second best guitar solo well this one has has the best <laughs> guitar yeah. solo yeah. Uh, this solo goes so hard bro oh i know it's just so the, the music completely cuts out for a split second and then he comes back in with just like shred white and blue and i'm uh. like man <laughs> that is that is a guitar solo if i've ever heard one i mean i just no? think it's a solid fucking song dude i mean like i said it before like yeah. I don't have a lot of notes on it personally because like like I'm really glad you mentioned the cl- clock ticking because I totally like just forgot to put that down. But <laughs> that like you know th- there's a lot of times on the internet where people like talk about like how pe- some people hear thing like music and things that they shouldn't. Like mm-hmm. I feel like Bill Murray's one of those people that takes that to the next level. Like there's just so many random times where he adds like little sounds into things. Like the yeah. fact that the Taco Bell like ding matched the one note and he just was like oh yeah a taco bell bell it's a meme i'll throw it in there like he just hears that and it fits because like it's bill murray like and it's it's really cool i really appreciate stuff like that ironically yeah. those two songs for the bottom two songs on the list that that's has nothing to do with anything but uh, <laughs> just worked out that way it's chill just works out that way you know yeah. but i guess to echo that i mean he likes to leave like little like easter eggs yeah <laughs> eggs easter eggs <laughs> 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 Oh my god, <laughs> Brennan, what were you thinking about? What order we should put them in? Oh, absolutely, crank my hog, uh, egg, and then lift heavy stone. Make sad head voice quiet. Okay, I yeah, just want to yeah. double check. Yeah, I'm down with this. Yeah, I'm down. I, I'm definitely it. down with that too. Um, yeah. Was there, was there anything else we wanted to <clears throat> touch on lift stone before we uh, moved on from it? I feel like the breakdown was like the most important nugget yeah. from that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that sure. I I like the chord progression like with the intro and I guess he carries it back in the chorus. I mean, mm-hmm. it's probably what like leans me more towards the song. Sure. Cuz like I said, I mean like before it's just like one and open note, like it's pretty much like the predominant like force behind his like songs, but like in this album he like you know, broke open the piggy bank and busts out some new shit. Yeah. So, I dig it. Cool. Yeah, so I guess we're we're already into the final four. <laughs> yeah, that was the easy. This, this has ever happened in the history. It helps that it's the like show. the shortest album we've ever done. So yeah, <laughs> it, it was a long journey getting here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've aged oh, many man. days. Yeah. So I, I think I know what I want to be next. But okay, I I want to know if any of you have ideas of what you want next before I say anything. Brennan, what do you think? Because we've been throwing a lot of shit on the chopping block. Oh man, this is tough. I really don't am, know. Because I'm also leaning away a little bit. Okay. 
Do you want me? Should I? Should I just go for it? Should I just say what I'm what I'm feeling? I mean, if yeah. you'd like, I I can throw it out there first this time because I made you go first last time. <laughs> okay, no, if if you have if you have yeah. uh, an idea of what you want to be next, throw it out there. And it, I feel less confident about this as I did when I said egg because this song is a slap. These are the four my four favorite songs of the album. Yeah, like, these same. are the ones <laughs> definitely stood out the most. Uh, there is one that I think is a little bit weaker when I think about it, like objectively and Bill Murray wise and same it's the dislike humans yes song. that's what i was thinking okay on the cool. same page what Kyle? does this happen i never happens but it's, it's happening it, today and it it really is only because there's not a lot of synthiness to it like edm stuff in it like it's very more like rock heaviness and like, yeah. stuff going on it's still awesome that he does the quarter breakdown at the end i think that's really awesome like, yeah it's one of the coolest I, moments on the album but I think that, like, that moment is the thing that re- I love about that song the most. And I don't think that that, like, ending moment beats out these other three for me. Yeah, um, I I can mirror that exact same sentiment. I mean, I think that it's cool that he has a song on this album that's just 100%, like, anger and angst. Yeah. And it's just all, like, unclean vocals. And it's just, it really, like, just tonally matches the name of the song. <laughs> and, like, yeah. I respect the fuck out of that. Um... And it's 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 really well done. I really enjoy it. And you know, like the fucking flute breakdown is just it's the it's the dumbest and most beautiful shit I've ever heard in my life. And I just I can't I can't get over how how incredible that is. But um yeah, I just I think that the other three songs are just better, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the thing I will say about this song a lot, and the reason why I was a little hesitant to say it too, other than the fact that I think it does slap in the recorder ending, is that uh, this song kind of breaks up that, because like my thing with a lot of Bill Murray albums, Brennan, you mentioned this before, is it's kind of one note at times, where it's kind of like the same kind of thing, like just kind of like danced on, you know, he throws memes in to kind of give it variety, but like the general like tone of the songs are a lot you know, more EDM heavy with like choruses that have that rockiness and then like some screamy stuff. Maybe like it, he yeah. kind he doesn't really branch out of that much, but like this song shows that he can do other stuff well too, you know? Yeah. And not that I ever doubted it, but like the fact that it kind of like breaks up and like gives it a little bit more variety. I really yeah. love about like the way he just composed the whole album, like as a, as a yeah. whole, you know? I mean, I will say I'm pretty sure in like his really, really old stuff, there was a lot more unclean vocals oh. um, and stuff that sounded like this. I don't really listen to the super old stuff. Yeah, I've never often listened to enough stuff, so. to like. I I haven't in years, so like you know, correct me in the comments if I'm wrong. But I remember like my first exposure to Bill Murray, like way back when, like it was first a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember it sounding a lot more aggressive. Um, so it might have been like harkening back to that in a way, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> Brandon, what are you thinking? We've been talking for yeah, a while. Yeah, I minute. mean, Tyler's right. Like there are, I, I can't remember exactly what songs, but like some of his older stuff is more in this vein of "I seriously dislike most other humans," and I feel like in a lot of releases in between, he like vastly got away from that. Um. I mean, like, he has, like, moments, like, if you listen to, like, top 10 most brutal breakdowns of 2047, like, I think that's it. He has, like, a bit of a breakdown, and then even if you talk about, like, Thick Thickly, he has a breakdown, but it's, like, it's, like, that's, like, the only part of the song that's like that. 
Right, right. And then the rest of it's all, like I said, it's just one notes and open notes. Like, that's like, <laughs> that's like his entire yeah, thing. Kind of. Plus, like, some memes and synth. Like, I don't know. But, like, absolutely cranking my motherfucking hog was, like, a bit different. But then this song was, like, totally different than, like, his most recent releases. Yeah. And I think maybe that's why I gravitate towards this song a mm, lot. That's fair. I mean, because, I, I mean, <sighs> The fucking breakdown at the end, like with the pan flute, like it's ugh. it's incredible. It's yeah. I, I love how it's he's life breaking changing. it down. Yeah, like like they break it down, and then it's just the pan flute, and then he like screams, and then it drops again, and it's like the guitar like with the pan flute. It's like ooh, like yeah, for a dude that's not really like brutal, like this is brutal. Yeah, <laughs> like it just adds like a new dimension of like heaviness to. You know, an already, like, pretty sick riffing breakdown. Just the fact that, like, somebody could even think of that as a concept, let alone make it sound good, is just, yeah. like, paradigm-shifting, like, earth-shattering craziness to me. Yeah, well, no, I, I, I'm saying, I will never get over the fucking pan flute breakdown, ever in my life. I will never get over it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, like, the like, first time I listened to it, I'm like, whoa, like, I need to listen to this song again. Yeah, like, and then I did that to like a good chunk of the album where like I listened to it and I'm like that deserves another listen and just yeah, it. it's so oh, complex yeah. some of these songs that you do have to listen to it more than once. I did that with like definitely almost every song on this album. I might have done it with every song on this album actually. Yeah, I, I, I it was just like I I need to I need to experience it once more and I just yeah. <laughs> went back and did it again. Same. Uh, I, I think I listened to the album like four times today in preparation yeah. for this. So. Uh, yeah deserving yeah. it's deserving yeah i was looking for all the easter eggs at the end yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um, a good way to describe pop. yeah it's just <laughs> i'm hunting for easter eggs in this album i can't yeah <laughs> i'm looking for easter eggs in eggy pocket ha Hell yeah i get uh, it good one <laughs> damn tyler took you took you a minute anyway we're on to the we're on to the top three wow we Whoa. made it we made it here gosh. in this under an hour this is just oh my gosh the masses will love this. We might we might get this under an hour, which is what everyone has always wanted. <laughs> um so I need you guys now, to guide me on this because yeah, I legitimately have no clue. Do you guys I, have any kind of way to discern? I, I'm gonna need a second to think. I these are my three favorite songs on the album. And Same. I think that we can all agree on that. Um There is one that I think is the best. But I don't necessarily want to start talking about the number one song first. I mean, we do, we end up doing that sometimes, but yeah, I I really think that Florida and the Hard Seltzer Water is the best song on the album. I have the most notes for it, uh, and as much as the other two songs I adore, I think there's just so much going on with the Florida Hard Seltzer song that it like. It blew my mind, honestly, when I was listening to it, because, yeah. like, there was just, it made me put a note down that, like, is a general thing that I feel about Bill Murray, but this song, like, shows it off so well, and it's, I, I talked about, like, their ability to flow from, like, the EDM synthiness to the heaviness and back and forth so effortlessly and make it all connect in a way that it definitely shouldn't, but it does. Like, mm. the way that, like, because, like, it's very much the verses are more synthy edm and then the, the choruses are a little bit heavier throughout the majority of the song and like it 
just flows so well. Like, it blows my mind. And, like, some of the transitions between shit was wild. Like, the like I don't know exactly. I think it was more like a synth thing that happened. But, like, there's, like, some crazy beats happening that are, like, matching the vocals. And it was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. And that's, like, just yeah. the start of my notes for this song. Because, like, this song oh, yeah. is blows my mind like i don't know i mean like like you're saying about like the crazy instrumentals and shit like specifically like at the end of the second chorus when it goes into this or at the end of the second verse when it goes into the second chorus yeah it just does this like fucking wild transition and it just makes it hit like so much harder and i was like damn johnny frank is talented (laughs) like holy shit i'm guessing this is also the song the meme and the song that you like the most yes this yeah. is the greatest breakdown start. <laughs> so, as everyone knows who, who watches this channel or knows me and Brennan personally, we love just insane breakdown starters. I am gonna say right now, put it put it in the fucking in in the books. This is my favorite breakdown starter of all time ever. Probably <laughs> will never be beaten. It's goddamn Macho Man Randy Savage. like you no one will ever be able to top that ever it's so dank and i love it (laughs) cream rises to the top (laughs) like it's 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 not even just that like it'd be one thing if there was just like a macho man randy savage like clip in a yeah like a mini that's one like a mini monologue yeah but then it's also the beginning of a breakdown so that it's like it's like twofold and then it's threefold because he doesn't just stop at the fucking macho man meme and when he's about to say macho man randy savage it cuts out and it says macho man bill murray and then just to to bring it all together who comes out to do the breakdown but my sweet boy john mess it's like everything (laughs) i could ever want in a fucking breakdown I, I really, I love, I love it. it. Yeah, it, I mean, it is incredible. I like was laughing my ass off the entire time while also yeah. being enthralled because it's incredible. But <laughs> the weird, awkward pause that's just like a little too long right after it goes Bill Murray. Yeah. And then it goes into the John Mess part. I was just like, uh, 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 all right. <laughs> like in the best way. Like, <laughs> yeah, it just, it made it better somehow <laughs> yeah and then the harmony in the final verse is incredible i fucking yeah. love it and the like in their voices just blend like the who who did the vocal feature on that was it like Dayseeker? yeah Dayseeker. uh it's yeah. uh rory rodriguez from Dayseeker. okay yeah because like his voice and johnny frank's voices just work really well together they just blend like super nicely and then you know having having that going on and then at the end Tossing in John Mess like very quietly underneath it to like round it out, mm-hmm. just like so good, so good. I I think I've listened to that song more than I've listened to any other song on the album, just because like there's there's too much to like about it. It just does so many things so well, and it just like comes at you out of left field in so many different ways, um, in so many good ways, and just, man. Yes. What a well-crafted song. Holy shit. So this I was this song. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Brennan. What you got? I was going to be upset if this wasn't number 1. <laughs> Good. <laughs> like, I would have been up, too. Like, <laughs> like like uh 
like I was at work, like I totally like I knew we were gonna have a recording or a, a review and ranking. I thought it was Thursday because I didn't. I forgot this album came out today, like this morning. Yeah, and I saw on Twitter that people were talking about the John Mess feature, and I was like, "Wait a minute, John Mess <laughs> is in Bill Murray." And then like I looked it up and I saw like you know Dayseeker, which of course is uh um their their singer Rory Rodriguez is like on the track and I'm like whoa like this is fucking gnarly yeah and like like the first time I listened to it like I was just like so mind blown I'm like dude like Bill Murray with the screaming vocalist of DGD you know my favorite band and then of course the vocalist of Dayseeker which he actually had a really nice feature also. For sure, yeah, like you, you really definitely. impressed me. I don't know Dayseeker, but I really yeah. liked it. Oh, they, Kyle, I mean, their their uh, one album they is did, incredible. They did features on the uh, Bill Murray and Friends album. They did a song on there. Oh, did they? Yeah. Which one did they do? Yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, I can they find out. did. I, I, I want to oh, say it was "Fuck I'm Lonely." Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that was a really oh shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, oh, dude, the song like like i said the or like tyler said we are massive fans of breakdown openers and macho man bill murray is probably the champion at the moment (laughs) i mean tyler tyler claims that nothing will ever beat it i think something could however it is a monumental mountain to surpass to scale you know i mean this Oh my! It had everything like John, like John Mess had like like pitch screams where he was like hitting notes, and I mean like you guys said like him and Rory were like laying on top of each other, and it like just gelled so fucking well. Like, the stars I, aligned and made this beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, <laughs> I never thought this would happen the way that it did, and then it did, and I'm ever grateful for this this gift you've placed upon my eggy pocket, Bill Murray. Yeah, <laughs> like like I like. I was legit like when I got home before we started recording this, I was going to be pissed if this wasn't <laughs> like, yeah, I was uh, I was in the same mindset. So I'm glad that <laughs> none of us had to fight for that to happen We're all in the same wavelength completely. When does this ever happen? This is crazy. Never. I This is like one of the only times that it's ever happened. Probably one of the only times that ever will. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, well, that leaves one. I mean, two and three. Yeah, at least two and three. Uh, so, does anybody have a preference on what should be two and what should be three between Post- Midwest Lawn Care Dads Who Smash Brews and Post Almond Clarity? I think I have a preference. I mean, Post Almond Clarity has sacks. So, exa- yes, it does have sacks. There is that. So, um, I, something I that- obviously am going to vote for that to be number two. But, um, <laughs> um I think that. Something that, like, all three of these top three songs do that, like, I really noticed it was, like, the drumming in them were, like, a little bit more pronounced, I think. Like, especially the way that it would, like, specifically in these two songs, Pulse on Clarity and uh, Smash Brew Long Care Dad People, uh, it was, the like, the everything would cut out and the drums would just, like, hit. And just, like, in the, like, most unpredictable ways, and I loved it, and it would just, like, just go so well into the chorus or whatever it was going into. I, ugh. I have like specifically drums are incredible for both of these songs, like as big notes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. These two are very close for me. I really. Yeah. Well, let's before we rank them, let's just have an open discussion about both of them. Okay. Um. So I guess let's start with Midwest Long Care Dad to Smash Bruce. Let's just go over our notes, have a nice, fun conversation about why this song rocks my socks off, um, or our socks off collectively. A collective socks. Yeah, a collective sock rock and rock rock and sock. All, and rock, all six sock of our off. socks are totally yeah. off the beat. I think that like the the thing that stands out the most to me about uh midwest long care dads who smash brews i will say the full song title every time because i love it you got to smash those brews bro (laughs) um i i kind of really like how um the song just has a very unique uh vibe to it i think compared to the rest of the album um you know bill murray is kind of known for having some like more depressive songs you know i think this one is interesting because um like lyrically and tonally it is kind of a a, like a sad depressing angsty song but Mm -hmm. like the instrumentals somehow manage to like complement that and also be like more upbeat and like you know uh driving as well it's like it's a really unique blend i don't even like fully know how to describe it but like I think that is like mainly what made it stick out to me because it's not, at least in my opinion, it doesn't sound like standard Bill Murray formula. It kind of sounds like a unique beast of a song mm. where it's just kind of these two like, like the the instrumentals are kind of giving off a different vibe than like the vocals, but somehow they mesh together and it just creates this whole new thing. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I, I I think you're as we say many times in this podcast, I'm realizing you really hit the nail on the head, Tyler. Uh <laughs> that <laughs> that like it's very it's a way it, it kind of is unique for them in the fact that not only is it like, you know, the the instrumentals and like the vocals and everything kinda like work but don't, you know? But it also has like a building to it that I, he doesn't really do in a lot of his songs. Like a lot of the time with Bill Murray music, it's it's sensory overload kind of with like yeah. all the stuff that he gives you. Is this one? It starts very chill with like the the tuned voice, you know, and then it like it's really just him singing with like a very light beat under it that kind of builds up the second chorus. Finally, gets more like the guitars and the drums to it. And then by the end, it's, like, really built up with, like, head banging, just, like, some screaming in there. Like, it's a really good, like, overall build. And then, like, at the end, it has those tuned vocals again to kind of, like, bring it all together. Like, it's, it's like, just a really well-crafted fucking song, dude. Mm-hmm. I Also, it has, like, I don't know why, because I don't think it necessarily is the song with the best vocals. But this one really stood out to me vocally. Maybe it's because it was a little bit more exposed overall is why I'm feeling that way. But, like, mm-hmm. vocally, I think his his voice is really just, like, pierces through this song, man. It, it's yeah. It really hit me in a little bit of a different way. Only other one that I can compare it to are the other two left uh, <laughs> as far as, like, comparison vocally. But, sure. yeah, I this song is just all-around a banger, man. I don't know. Yeah. Brennan, Brennan. how are you feeling? 
Oh boy. About oh, man. How you About guys Midwest Lawn Care I mean... Dads Who Smash Bruce? <laughs> I said the yeah. whole name that time. <laughs> Midwest Lawn Care Dads Who Smash Bruce. Bruce. I mean, like you guys said, uh I don't feel like the vocals and the music like clash, but they are like different and the vocals are like pronounced more. Yeah. And I think that adds a really interesting and like unique flair to the song because I mean like his vocal performance in it is like really solid. And it's like different like I don't really know how to like describe it, but it does like kind of set the tone. Oh man. It's a damn good song though. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, Kyle, like you were saying, like, yeah, like the the vocals just seem a lot more like pronounced and raw, like you were saying, like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just good. Like, I mean, (laughs) really, it's just a good ass song. It's wild because like every single song on this album, I just feel like when I talk about them, I just go, damn, it's just good. Like, (laughs) like like, this is a a rarity for me because like often there are songs that kind of jump out to me on an album where I just like, I'm. I, I'm more often to skip over. There is legitimately not a song on this album that I could ever see myself skipping. And that's a massive achievement for them. Yeah. You know, in crafting an album like this. Like I said, maybe they really did just cut out the bullshit. They were just like, these are the songs that people are gonna fucking bang to. Like this yeah. is gonna be this is gonna be the, the solid seven and it's gonna be great. because uh, that's how it feels. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And speaking of bangers, uh Let's, let's talk about Post Almond Clarity, which has a fucking saxophone mm. in in the chorus, and it's so good. And like, it gets me good. You know, you know, a good oh saxophone God. gets me good, Tyler. <laughs> oh yeah, it's good. I was I I was not expecting it at all, and it's not the first time he's had saxophone in in his songs before. So I don't know why it caught me so off guard, but like, it it felt like it just came out of nowhere, and I was like totally okay with it. It was like it was like a saxophone player just kicked down my door while I was sleeping. But instead of being like pissed and scared, I just welcomed it with open arms. And it's just it's good. It works so well. I don't think I've ever disliked saxophone in a song. To be fair, uh, <laughs> it's but the immaculate instrument, nothing can be wrong. Yeah, for real. I mean, it just it works with every genre. Apparently. Uh, I don't know, man. This yeah, song like, is just like I felt like in the chorus, like like Shrezers just popped out, like fucking right, like, just added to it, like because it's like it's totally unnecessary, but like it's incredible that they that he added it. Yeah, and it just adds so much like soul to the tune because it's just like in the chorus, like ooh. Man, fucking just like I said, just treasures like pops off for a second, like hits it real quick, and then, <laughs> right? Pretty oh, much what man. it felt like, and like I don't know, it just start like even starting off the song opens with just like the sickest, catchiest beat ever, and then just immediately drops off into like pure ambiance and vocals before it like actually gets into the chorus. Like it just the song throws you around into like a lot of different areas um but somehow they all just kind of work together um and just make the song a more dynamic 
experience as opposed to a more like one note song you know i just really appreciated the fact that this song tried to kind of be all over the place um and it executed it in like a really effective way and not a way that was like just off-putting you know because sometimes when band when like songs try to go into too many different places and and do all that stuff doesn't always work out that well but i think with this it's just perfectly done and i love it and i cannot stop listening to it no for whenever, sure. whenever whenever you said that like songs try to go like a lot uh a lot of different places it reminded me when ron swanson said don't half-ass two things whole-ass one yeah because like yeah the song tries to go like many different places but like it pulls them all off right which is like definitely nothing to take lightly because that is a very like you're saying you know it's it's a really uh big thing to pull off i was gonna word <laughs> really, that differently but you like brought that home you well, really it's like, it's like a my yeah, extra chromosome like, popped like out a, there for a second i couldn't think of <laughs> a way to word that it's like a balancing act yeah yeah honestly yeah <laughs> i mean like like one second it's like a rock song the next second like it's real like ambiance and then like the chorus hits and it's just like ooh, like saxophone like yeah and then there's like, a fucking the breakdown at the end too like yeah it's and I just mean, it, it, it's, it does everything it's basic, but it, like yeah it, it's a basic breakdown but like it just like it ties all the loose ends yeah i mean like, not, no i'm not saying that in like a like loose ends are like a bad thing in this case but like it just like brings it all together yeah it just like it it covers all its bases and like it just manages to do it in a way where everything feels like it belongs in the song. And that's just yeah, a really yes. impressive thing to pull off. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- and honestly, I think-, I think I think because of that, um, after talking about these two songs, I think that Post on the Clarity should be number two, personally. I mean, I'm leaning that way too, because like the main thing I'm thinking of, because like I mentioned that it was like a constant building in, uh, in uh, the Dad's Bruce is was uh <laughs> was like there's like a like, constant building and it's a really awesome like kind of vibe that he really doesn't do a ton that like mm-hmm. was really cool but this one we often say it but this one's more like a roller coaster but instead of like your typical roller coaster where it kind of like kind of goes up and down and has like those highs and lows it like veers off to the right fucking loop-de-loops there's like a flaming like hoop that you jump through like it's <laughs> just like all over the fucking place and it ends with just like the car stops and then the card starts fucking shaking like crazy. But then everyone starts clapping syncopatedly for some reason. <laughs> like, it right, yeah, was, there is like a weird syncopated claps at the end too. Like, yeah, I, I love it. It's that. just like, oh, he hears that in it and it like works. And it, yeah. it's not, you're not, you don't do that. And it, he did it and it worked. And it's impressive as fuck. Yeah, yeah I'm leaning towards post on yeah. clarity being number two as well. Cause like, they're both awesome for what they do, but I think just like the the spectacle that yeah that post album clarity is is just like gives me the edge over over uh, dad bruise 
Yeah, I think while Dad Bruce is a good song, like Post Almond Clarity and Florida in the Hard Seltzer Water, like make me realize that Johnny Frank is a true musical genius. Facts. And oh, that's really well like, said, actually. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I mean, like the fact that you can come up with any of this shit is just mind blowing. Um, this the album as a whole is really just a testament to that. Um, but those two songs in particular, good lord, the dude is, the dude is insane in the best way <laughs> and i love it he's so freaking talented man so does this does this mean we're, we're done did we do an album ranking in like an hour <laughs> that's like unheard of <laughs> brandon do you have any other like thoughts on the two songs compared because Brit- tyler and i kind of just gushed for a hot minute about johnny oh, yeah, frank sorry. being a beautiful man so no I- <laughs> and i i agree i totally agree i think that i mean his last couple of like releases, I mean, like Murray and Friends, I don't really count because that's more like just covers. But it sure. was so good. <laughs> I mean, it was really good. But like, he fell in, like for me, he fell into kind of like a pattern, mm-hmm. and I feel like these seven songs. I mean, except for like my hog and egg, somewhat, but like the other five songs just like completely broke the mold, and I feel like he's being much more of like a diverse. Uh, musician, and he's like opening up the playbook. Yeah, I, love it, I definitely feel that. So fuck yeah, dude! I mean, solid work. I, I really, I really can't, uh, I really can't wait to see what he does in the future because this is cool. I think that you know if he brings like more features on, like like John Mess, like I would have never thought John Mess would be in a fucking Bill Murray song. No, me neither. I mean, I guess it makes sense, though, since Bill Murray was in a DGD song on, yeah, uh, you know, Afterburner. Uh, I kind of forgot about that. That was a, that feels yeah. like an Antillian did a feature for, for him and Bill for Murray, Murray and Friends. And friends. So, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Facts. I don't know, man. This album. Like, I, didn't I, he also I, do a feature on Rich Sips? Pos- Where it's like the Murray with human hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You right. forgot. I don't know how I forgot about that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Tillian's in two covers. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I said at the beginning, and I'm just gonna like to kind of like end this. I'm gonna say it again because like it really this album impressed the fuck out of me. Like I, it is my favorite Bill Murray, Murray album, and in comparison to like other artists, when you see like them kind of start to go into a new direction. Usually that first transitional album is kind of like, all right, let's see what happens next. But like this one hit it so well, like he's like getting this more like complex, like lots of shit going on. Not afraid to like kind of change it up a little bit more because like up until this point, Bill Murray has been this band where like, I think all the songs are a good vibe. I chill with them. Some of them stand out a little bit more and the memes are funny, but like he's finding a way to make like just heighten that like he graduated from music making school and now he has a fucking degree in it and it's incredible. And I like it just gets me so fucking psyched for the rest of Bill Murray's future, like what they have next, because like this one was already incredible. So like, where does it go now? Like, holy shit. I'm just I'm so pumped. Like this this album really got me going, man. I really this is. Yeah, this was good. Same, dude. I like Eggy Pocket. There's a good chance that it could be in like my top five albums of the year. I 100% agree. I didn't expect it. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of good albums that have come out this year. So that is really saying something. No, seriously. (laughs) 
it's not in my top five, but it's. I mean, it. It surprised the fuck out of me. And yeah, I'm not like. I'm not as big a Bill Murray fan as Tyler is, but like this album is definitely like pointing me in that direction. Hell yeah, man! <laughs> Feels like we got on the boat at the right time. Like this is this we're really we're going now. We're moving. Yeah, we're cooking with eggs. The best, now, the baby. best time to hop on the Bill Murray meme train. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> All right. Well, I get we've done it. Want to do? We're we're we're, uh, we're gonna do a little recap, Hit and then we're gonna shit. send y'all home. Uh, so at number seven, we have absolutely cranking my motherfucking hog. Number six, egg. Number five, lift stone makes sad head voice quiet. Number four, I seriously dislike most other humans. Number three, Midwest lawn care dads who smash brews. Number two, post almond clarity. And number one, home of the greatest breakdown starter to ever grace humanity, fluoride in the hard seltzer water. Damn. What a fucking album, man. Man. It was a short episode, and it was a great album, and we agreed. Wow. Pretty Just much. everything. Yeah. It's a miracle of an episode. <laughs> I, I never thought we would ever have any of those things happen, let alone in one episode. Like, like We literally had, like, no conflict whatsoever. No. I think this was, like, the easiest one we've done since, uh, to better days. Album, yeah. Yeah. I think that was the only other one. There was no arguments at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, every single other one, there was at least one or two songs yeah. we were like. There will always be like the great pink elephant debacle of 2020. That will go yeah. down in history Jeez. as like our lowest point. <laughs> that like, so terrible. Let's just let's just name like the top three, and then all three of us had a different top three. We're all like, fuck, oh dude, I don't know. Which, I, if you have not heard that episode go check that shit out yes we, we basically hit deadlock and stalemate <laughs> that was like a solid 20 minutes <laughs> that was a rough one and you know oh, speaking of of watching some of our other stuff if you want to watch all of our other stuff oh. why don't you head on over to our channel the talks a lot boys and go watch some of our other podcasts we've done other album reviews and song rankings um, we've done it for pretty much every Tillian era DGD album so far. A few other albums that have dropped this year. Um, it's a good time. We fucking love making these. We also do other stuff like, uh, you know, we have our monthly podcast uh, this month in music where we talk about the new releases uh, for all the bands and artists that we listen to. That's a good time also. Nobody watches those. You can help change that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we have the Tiffany Top podcast where we just uh, come up with our, our personal Top five lists of random various pop culture topics. Um, and we got some other new shows in the works too that might come out eventually when I have time. Uh, anyway, if you wanna if you wanna find out when any of that stuff's gonna be dropping, you can do that by clicking that big old little old medi- medium size subscribe button and ringing that <laughs> bell. What and size is it, Tyler? Old- Tell me. I don't. <laughs> I'm conflicted. What size is the subscribe? I, whatever. I, it, it varies depending on the device you're using, but click it anyway true. and that ring the true. bell, and then you'll know when stuff gets released, and that would help us out a lot because whenever our subscriber number goes up by one, I I look at it and I go. <gasps> it makes my day, honestly. Yeah, it really does, honestly. It's it's dumb, but like it, anytime I see the sub count be up by like one, I'm like, <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> I know. Like, person, person, cares. <laughs> I, I, 
did the thing. That's cool. Um, We're also at 66 subscribers, so you know what that means, three people that are watching that aren't subscribed. Oh, yeah, time, dude. Time to make the funny number, okay? Come yeah. on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Can we start uh, a fucking social media campaign called hashtag make the funny number happen? <laughs> <laughs> nice. T-tab funny number happen. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know what else really helps out uh, us and strokes our egos when you when you like videos and comment on them. So why don't you go ahead and do that on this on this podcast too? That would make us all super freaking dang happy. Uh, tag Johnny Frank. Let let him know that we think he's a he's a swole and uh, beautiful man who is an absolute musical genius. And he is the eighth wonder of the world, in my eyes. I feel uh, that. Yeah. yeah. I Let him know. In, in one of the shittiest years of our lifetime, he has come out with an incredible album. And yes. I feel like 2020 has been an incredible year for music. Like, yeah. Altogether. It really has. As shitty of a year as it's been in general, um, it's been a fucking insanely good year for music um and we're gonna talk about that at uh in in january we're gonna do our yearly recap of all the shit that came oh out over the our year. first That's annual be a doozy. yearly recap. yeah first annual yearly thing majig and we'll be celebrating our one year anniversary as a channel so that'll be cool Whoa. too just a lot of shit happening in the world of the talks a lot boys we want you to be a part of it we want you to be here for all of the shit coming out in the future and just th thank you, each and every one of you who have subscribed or who have even just watched this episode uh, of our show. It means a lot to us. We really enjoy making this stuff, and we hope that you're enjoying it too. Um, and that's the end for today. So we have been the Talks A Lot Boys, and we will talk a whole lot more next time. See you later. We did it. We we did what the people wanted. We got an hour long episode. <laughs>